Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Phillies today. Um, I, I, it's the morning after. It's the morning after uh, game seven. Um. You lose to the Arizona Diamondbacks in the NLCS somehow, some way. All I mean, all all I can say is, <laughs> I I don't know. There's, I'm sure all of you feel the same way. Um, you know, this is about, I guess what eight eight or nine hours since, uh, the loss the loss happened, and um. I don't know. I I put out a video last night on Twitter, kind of just you know putting out my like instant sort of instant thoughts to the game. And uh, before I did the video, and even when I was doing the video, I didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to. I didn't know how to start this pod. I didn't know how to. Um, I don't know. I, I just the emotions are all over the place. I mean, devastated isn't even the word. Um, I don't know. This, this team was, I, I felt like had a real chance and I thought they, after, to be honest, after game two of the series could win it all. I really felt like they had that type of magic, but, uh, that magic dissipated and it dissipated pretty quick. Actually, if you think about it in just a few games after that, and I'll, we're, we're going to get into that in a little bit. Um, simple show today recap yesterday's game we have to get through it I'm not going to do a different episode because uh because it was game seven and uh we lose like that but recapping uh yesterday's game getting the takeaways from a billion takeaways from yesterday's game give those to you um i want to compare this loss actually to nlds game five talked about it with some people on twitter yesterday um, had some interesting uh, conversations about that. I want to I want to compare this loss to the NLDS Game Five, uh, 2011, and then uh, series takeaways. Have to get through it. We got to do it, um, and that's pretty much it. So uh, let's just get right to key moments recap uh, from Game Number Seven yesterday. First inning, uh, the D-backs set the tone and they get on the board early. Christian Walker grounds into a force out. Corbin Carroll would score from third base, uh, 1-0 Arizona. Second inning, Alec Bohm, uh, someone who ha- hasn't had a great series, 
uh, Alec Bohm's solo homer to left field. A lot of debate on whether he should not be in the four hole or whether he should be. Uh, all tied up at one. Fourth inning, Bryson Stott, RBI double. Uh, Alec Bohm scores the daycare, uh, putting uh, the first couple of runs on the board for the Phils. Two one fightings at that point. Top of the fifth, Corbin Carroll, RBI single. Um, Emmanuel Rivera would come around to score two to two. And then Gabriel Moreno uh, with an RBI single. Uh, very, 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 uh, you know, right after uh, the Corbin Carroll single, uh, Moreno would hit an RBI single. Carroll would score. Moreno thrown out, uh, would be actually thrown out um, trying to, I guess, get the second, but he was trying to go back to first. But regardless, he would be thrown out, ending over. But uh, Carroll would score to give the D-backs the lead, and they wouldn't look back from there. Seventh inning, they add a little bit of insurance. Uh, Corbin Carroll hits a sack fly. Uh, Geraldo Perdomo uh, would score and 4-2 Arizona. Um, and then another key moment, not a scoring play. Usually I just mentioned the scoring plays. But bottom of the seventh, uh, Trey Turner and Bryce Harper would both fly out um, back-to-back at bats while they, while they had uh, – it was either Schwarber um, or Pache. I think it was Pache. I was on second. Uh, he had a runner in a scoring position. This was a theme uh, throughout the series, and it was a theme throughout the season really for the Phils, and their weakness was exposed, um, hindering with runners in a scoring position. But Turner and Harper fly out with runners on first and second. And then the ninth inning – Jake Cave, the last batter for the Phils, uh, would fly out to right field uh, to Corbin Carroll, catches the ball, and the D-backs win the National League pennant. (laughs) Did not think I'd be saying that. Uh, Didn't think I'd be saying that before the series started. Didn't think I'd be saying that after Game 2. Still didn't think I'd be saying that after Game 3. I don't know. Game 4 was kind of a turning point for me. Um, We'll we'll get into that. Um, But takeaways. So I have uh, have a, a... Good bunch of takeaways here from Game 7. Arizona scored in ways the Phils hadn't done all season, or not all season, well, yeah, to, to, to a certain extent, all season long, to, to, to a certain extent, um, but definitely all series long. All the Phillies have been doing <laughs> this series, and we know this, when they've won games, for the most part, is hitting the home run. Look at Game 1. Harper, uh, home run. Blows out the candles, right? Uh, Schwarber, I think, hit the what was that? The first pitch home run um, to start the series, uh, and you're feeling like the series is already over, even though only one nothing. Um, there was that game two. Was I mean uh, game two? I, I write it off. It was it was a ten nothing game. The batches came alive. It was an onslaught. Um, game games three and four. Uh, I forget. I, I I think they. I forget what happened in game four. I think they they did hit some homers, right? Game four, they. I feel like Schwarber hit a homer and maybe uh regardless i mean they lost that game but game three you only put one run up on the board uh game five you won because what schwarber harper and real muto all went yard uh game six you only put one run up on the board and i think it was a it was a marsh rbi um arizona was doing that all series long though you saw it last night uh you know Carroll sack fly. Corbin Carroll steals second. And then I believe that's when Moreno uh, brought him around to score. Um, the first inning, Christian Walker, you know, it was a simple like force out, but, you know, was able to score Corbin Carroll. Uh, D-backs didn't hit a home run last night. Um, they didn't need to hit home runs all series, you know, to, to win some of these games. Like, um, <laughs> sometimes it really is the little things. Phillies are a lot better than the Diamondbacks, man, but the 
better team doesn't always win. And the D-backs able to score in ways that the Phillies just couldn't do. And that weakness was really exposed. Um, you know, especially last night, you really saw it come to come to a, a point there in Game 7. Second takeaway. Some of these are like kind of lumped together, but you know, to me they're singular takeaways at the same time. Bats go cold at the worst time. Regardless of whether how they do it, uh, how the Phils, you know, win games, they go cold at the worst times. Um, you know, Cassiano's <laughs> uh, not so great. Turner getting cold at the worst time. Turner had been good all all postseason long. I still I still think he had no PS for over a thousand for the entire postseason. Like Turner's been amazing. Turner's been amazing. Cassiano's have been really good. Um, you know, Schwarber, I, uh, Schwarber wasn't, I mean, Schwarber had a double last night. Um, Turner 0 for 4, Harper 0 for 4. Um, yeah, I'm not going to criticize Bryce Harper too much. He's been so clutch for this team, you know, over the last couple of years. I mean, it's it's really hard to, to criticize Bryce Harper. Um, Romuto 1 for 4. Uh, Cassiano's again 0 for 4. Um, you know, only five hits in the game, two runs on five hits. Um, they just go cold at the worst time. I mean, and that, that was one of my things coming into the series is, um, you know, uh, the Phillies have been so good this postseason. The offense has been so good, but the worst thing that could happen is if the bats actually go cold, didn't feel like it was going to happen, but it happens. It's baseball, right? These things happen. So, um, bats went cold at the worst possible time. That was my second takeaway. And that's a big piece to, you know, to why they lost this series, why they lost yesterday. Um, I thought Ranger did a solid job. I don't, um, was obviously a lot better first time around. Um, him and Brandon fought, uh, had, had a pretty good pitchers duel going in, uh, game number three. So, um, you know, fought, fought goes four innings, two earned Ranger goes four and two thirds, three earned. Um, I guess, you know, fought doesn't go as long, but Ranger um, uh, goes a little longer and gives up the uh, the extra earned run there. So, uh, yeah, Ranger. Uh, I thought Ranger did a solid job overall, though. I thought Ranger did a solid job. Um, you know, uh, I don't think it was his fault why they lost. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd take, a, I'd take a, a goose egg with Ranger up there, but, you know, I still think Ranger did um, – you know, a decent job overall uh, in Game 7. I thought he did a decent job. Um, Zach Wheeler, you know, coming out of the bullpen, there was a lot of talk about what uh, would possibly happen with Zach Wheeler uh, coming into uh, Game 7, and Thompson said he was available. He There's, you know, a lot of varying opinions. Uh, my, I guess, take on the Wheeler thing was I... I could have seen him coming in in like the mad bum role or like a Chris sale for the Red Sox in 2018, like him coming in to close out the game. Um, I was fine with, you know, Jose Alvarado uh, coming in when he did, he did give up uh, an earned run, I believe. Um, I think that earned run was charged to him um, or was charged to Wheeler. I know it was charged to Alvarado. I forget who gave it up, but Alvarado only came up game in, in the, you know, the, for that third of an inning, um, so yeah, I, I was, I, I mean, Wheeler was good overall though. Wheeler was good. Uh, so I'm, I can't complain too much about Zach Wheeler there. Um, uh, what was this like the fifth takeaway? 
sixth takeaway, whatever. Uh, bottom of the seventh, really, and there was a lot of people that were tweeting it out right while it was happening. You know, right before uh, after Schwarber walked, it was Pache walked and then Schwarber walked right um, in the bottom of the seventh. Uh, and Trey Turner, and it was you know Trey Turner was due up, but this was one out. Um, and then Bryce Harper was due up as well. That really did feel like the game. Uh, I, I saw a lot of people tweeting that out uh, while it was happening. It really did feel like the game. It was it was either the Phillies are going to get it done here or they're not, and that was going to be the game. And that really true proved to be the the uh, be true. It proved to be true. Turner flew out. Harper flew out. Harper got a decent pitch to hit, and he just missed it. Goes in the warning track out in left field. So I'm for like another bedlam at the bank moment, but we didn't get that. Unfortunately, but Harper's been so good. Again, it's hard to criticize him. Um, but it really did feel like that point of the game. You, you you had chances early, but you get to that seventh inning. It was like, okay, well, we need to score here, or it's just going to feel like the air is going to be taken right out, right out of the the building, and it did. It's exactly what happened. So I can't even, I can't even. Yeah, the, the seventh inning for me was really the turning point of this game where it was, okay, this is the game right here. It truly is. You know, in the moment, I was like, all right, let's relax. But, you know, that that part of the lineup, yeah. And then the ninth inning, I mean, how did they finish the game with the bottom of the lineup? So, um, yeah, it really did feel like that was the game, the seventh inning. And the last one, the takeaway, and I've already, I already said this to open, and you can already kind of hear it in my tone and whatnot. I know you guys feel the same same way out there um i just can't believe it happened like that's my last takeaway that's my overall takeaway probably the number one takeaway it's probably the number one takeaway for for all of us um i just can't believe it happened i you know in the moment uh, i kept saying last night the d-backs suck the d-backs aren't good the d-backs like look they're, they're not a bad team i'll go from they suck to they're not a bad team um you know the third wild card spot definitely helps uh Phils don't get their last year of the World Series if they uh, if they didn't get that third wild card spot. Um, D backs are aren't a bad team, but the Phillies are just better, man. It, but this this just proves that no matter what, it, it's it's baseball, it's sports, anything can happen, and that's the beauty of it. I tweeted this out last night. Like, obviously, generic thing to say, but like the beauty of sports is that anything can happen, any team can win. It just stinks when you're on the the other side of it, when you're on the wrong end of it. It sucks. You know, the Phillies, I mean, I'm sure those Braves fans, I can't believe what happened this year and last year. Um, And it just stinks when you're you're on the wrong end of it. You know, as Philly sports fans, Philly sports fans in general, we've had to endure that a lot. So we're used to this feeling. It just felt like, you know, Phillies made the World Series last year. They could do it this year. That's really what it felt like, but... We're just reminded that we're Philadelphia sports fans, and this is this is just how it goes sometimes, or a lot of the time. So just can't believe it happened, um, especially after game two, first two or three games. Just disbelief. Uh, this team thought had them. They thought they had the magic. Really did, um, but things can change quickly, and they did. So last takeaway: just can't. It's unreal. Um, Real quick before I get to series takeaways, I want to compare this to the 2011 NLDS real quick because I had this conversation with some people on Twitter yesterday. I put out a poll uh, on this. I kind of want to 
see the uh, the results of it too as we go here. But I wanted to. Comp- I, I was saying before the game, um, that or I asked the question. I did a poll if the Phillies were actually to blow this, you know, before the game. I was hoping they wouldn't. Uh, which would be worse, tw- losing last night or the 2011 NLDS Game Five? Um, everybody knows that team. That you know, 102 win teams, and um, you know that also had the potential to win the World Series, but didn't. Um, I felt like the 2011 team was more talented than the 2023 team, just a little bit more. So obviously with the four aces um, and plus Vance Worley. Uh, but the Cardinals were like better than the Diamondbacks. I, I thought that Cardinals team was better than the D-backs team this year. And the 2023 team, again, a little less talented than the 2011 team, um, Phillies. But D-backs were worse than that Cardinals team as far as talent goes. Um, I know it's not all talent, but we're just talking about talent. Um, so I think that cancels out. Like I think the talent disparity between opponents um, probably cancels out. And I know this is like in the moment, but right now I'd probably give the edge to this loss and, you know, ask me again in five years how I'd feel about this loss compared to 2011 might be a little different. Um, but again, I, I've mentioned this like 50 times this episode, uh, I just felt like this team had the magic to win. I felt like to win a World Series, they had the magic to win. They're one win away from winning the World Series. They're one win, one win away, one win away from winning the World Series. You know, that 2011 team, I, I we all felt like, oh, their roster was so good they could win. But did they have that type of magic? I don't know. Like this team, like you know, after beating the Braves and you know the, the dancing on my own and everything, the, the the personalities. I think we we all just connected with them. It just felt like there was it was like the right thing to happen was to win the World Series, and I feel like that's why this loss hurts a little bit worse than 2011, just a little bit. Again, in the moment, but I really feel like in the moment right now, it just feels like. 2023 NLCS Game 7 hurts a little more than 2011 NLDS Game 5. It just hurts a tiny bit more. I'm just being honest. It hurts a tiny bit more. Um, But again, ask me in a couple of years, five years, whatever. Um, But 2023 right now, the magic that this team had uh, and to to be one win away from the World Series and to lose in a Game 7 at home... Unbelievable. Um, so I, I'd say 2023 NLCS Game 7. Let me know what you think out there. Uh, tweet me at Rojas underscore media underscore. Follow me um, and let's have a conversation about this. Let's talk about uh, what what loss do you think hurt hurts more? Obviously, you know, 2011, 12 years ago, 2023 NLCS last night. A little different, but thought it was a kind of an interesting conversation. Um so series takeaways. Let's get back to the series. Unfortunately, we're talking about the series still. Um, series takeaways. I thought it was pretty cut and dry. Uh, you know, a lot of people were talking about the Garrett Stubbs comment. They were talking about it. You know, after after the trip to Arizona. Um, I just thought, and you kind of even heard it in like some of the the interviews last night. Uh, and they the this. I know Turner and Schwarber and some of these players are saying they were confident coming into game seven. I thought this team got too cocky and too over overconfident. You know, the Garrett Stubbs comment was a little overblown to me, 
But I, I at the same time, I just thought it was a reflection of the team's attitude. You know, like Garrett Thompson doesn't, and maybe hopefully he learned his lesson if he's, you know, right. Uh, <laughs> hopefully he learned his lesson. Um, but it, it's, I thought it was just a reflection of where this team's attitude was heading into Arizona. Um, and hopefully, the, hopefully the entire team can learn from that. Not just Garrett Stubbs making that comment, but they were just too cocky, too overconfident. Uh, then I felt like that's why maybe they lost those couple of games in Arizona. Um, that's why they lost the last two games. Uh, and I, I think they lost the last two games because they realized, oh, wait, we're, maybe we were, a little, we're being too over, too overconfident here. We need to relax. And at that point, you know, bats go cold. And um, it just felt like the team lost its momentum a little bit of that magic that they had. Um, and it really felt like, and I'll, I'll go straight into this, um, turning point was game four. Game four, you had that game. You were winning five to two, right? Was it not five to two before you bring in Kimbrell? And I believe Kirkering gave up some, some runs there too. Maybe one or two. You had that game one and you could have put the series away. I mean, you saw them win game five. You could have put that series away, win game four, and then win game five. It would have shut the door on the whole, okay, giving the D-backs a chance, but the series tied 2-2 at that point. And um, I didn't expect, I, I really, the, the Phillies were so much better than the Diamondbacks. They're, they're a much better team. I didn't, the fact that they were able to give them two games at that point for them to tie the series up didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. I want to I know from you guys out there. Let me know. I, I it just didn't feel right. I know maybe I was, there's like, maybe I was being too much in the moment there, but I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the turning point was game four. And after that, I was like, oh, well, what? We just lost two games in Arizona. I did not expect this. It doesn't feel that way. This team, this team's supposed to, you know, win this in five. I was okay with game three loss, you know, them winning on a walk off, but. Game four, losing that game, and I get it, bringing Kimbrell, and he kind of blows it there. I don't know. It just felt weird. Um, turning point to me was game four, 100%. And um, I really th- thought they could have, you know, shut the door in, in Arizona. Um, third takeaway, I've already said this. I'll just mention it again. Couldn't score runs if they didn't hit the home runs. They, they didn't do that uh, for the most part, and that's why I lost a lot the, the four games they lost – Good reason why was because they couldn't they were they weren't scoring runs they didn't hit the home runs and the runners scoring position thing was a serious thing. Um, last one, and I've already kind of alluded to this, but um, just because there's a talent disparity doesn't mean you automatically win, and that's the beauty of sports, right? Anyone can win, um, but just because the Phillies were immensely more talented roster wise doesn't mean you're going to win a series. Doesn't mean you're going to win a game. It doesn't mean anything, um, especially in baseball. Um, you know, the 2019 Nationals weren't as talented as the 2019 Houston Astros, um, but they beat them in seven games. So same type of deal here. It's just, um, you know, we talk about talent a lot of times, uh, but it doesn't mean Jack. It doesn't. At least not in professional sports, you know, maybe like high school sports. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can just be so you can get away with just being talented. 
It can be you can have like a bad attitude, bad culture, I guess whatever you want to call it for for a team, but but uh you can get away with it in high school, but not not in professional sports. You can't get away with it. Um so that's my last takeaway. Uh <sighs> So I guess I'll be on tomorrow. Obviously, it's Rangers and D-backs World Series. Look, congratulations to the Arizona Diamondbacks. I want to, you know, at least say that congratulations to the Arizona Diamondbacks, National League champs. They're going to play the Texas Rangers in the World Series. Congratulations to them. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it's a good World Series. Uh, but I'll be back tomorrow. Um, I haven't really planned. I, I I thought we were going to be in the World Series. I thought be, be, I'd be planning a Phillies Rangers World Series preview, um, but we're not. Um, maybe a, a maybe a season recap of some sorts. I know we don't want to hear that right now. I'm still trying to figure that out. So, but stay tuned. I will have something for you on Phillies today tomorrow. So, Francisco Rojas, uh, everyone, be well. I'll talk to you tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 